consider yourself normal, then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals Show. somewhere that they average like 150 meters every hour. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see that. So I'm ready to see that I really am. And, well, there's, uh, a, there's a dark dark sky observatory up near Burnsville, isn't there? Burnsville, I don't know, but I know out in Brevard there was Perry. Do you remember that uh-huh. place? Yeah, it, it has since been absorbed into something else, maybe a school system or something. Um, oh. Yeah, so they're not not doing same kind of programs that they did. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can't keep up with it all. I know. I can't keep up with the changes. Uh, I, there's no way to. I don't even try anymore. <laughs> But hey, I got mom on a burner phone, so there's that. <laughs> no, hope springs eternal. It does. Oh, it does. Um, speaking of, speaking of, I have high hopes for the morale so far this year. All the signs are do are pretty good. What are the signs? Mm-mm, I'm not telling anybody on this. Oh, okay. oh I, I didn't know if it was like, uh, you know, when the. Oak leaf is the size of a squirrel's ear. Look to the west and <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're, you know what they say about the squirrel or the oak leaf, not the oak leaves. Yeah, when the buds, you know, I told you that. It's kind of naughty. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. So, your yard man? Yes, I'm. Your yard man wants to know if. If the groundhog has been behaving, you know I'm not. I've not heard a groundhog at all. It may just be sleeping in the basement. I don't know, but I've been out there and I haven't seen sign of it or heard anything. Okay. So I, I reckon it's behaving as much as it can, being okay. a groundhog. Yep. Being a Mrs. Groundhog, they're the ones that, yeah. that burrow under houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or Ms., I should she say. Be, she just wants to be where it's warm and dry and safe. Don't we all? <laughs> I was going to say, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the um, hair beauty salon culture. The culture of pin curls. Did you ever do pin curls? Um, not really. Mm-mm. My grandmother had this beautiful head of just about black hair. It was so dark brown, it was almost black. Mm. And she, I know exactly how she did 
her pin curls so that she would have this just halo of hair all around her face. It was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I've done pin curls when my hair has been somewhat shorter, mm -hmm. but, and not really. I did um, foam rollers when I was somebody who was curling my hair. Oh, wow. The pink ones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, my hair is straight as a board. It ain't got no body. And, yeah, I can I can curl it up and spray it with whatever lacquer I'm spraying it with. And it'll be good for a little while. And then, you know, it just looks all droopy and weird. I know. Mine is dry this year. It has been so dry. It's like it tangles yeah. really easy this year. My skin is dry this year. Oof. Yeah. It's just, and I, I'm keeping the diffu the water diffuser on all the time. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's still, it's like, yeah. So that has a huge effect on my hair. And I've decided that actual water is not good for anybody's hair. I can't Probably imagine drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -mm. So, um, well, I was just thinking about that kind of beauty shop culture. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. What can you say? No, again, I'll go back to where I was before the break. It's like, God, if all you can think about is what your eyelashes look like, <laughs> then lucky you. Yeah, and I'm jealous of you. That's just maybe. Well, I think there are people who never look further because they know it's something they don't want to see. <laughs> well, and and the whole beauty shop thing, it's. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look your best, but if, but there is something wrong if you feel like the only way you are presentable in the world, the only way you can look whatever in the world is by doing all that stuff to yourself. That, that is, that makes me sad mm. because your value shouldn't be in, in how you look. I think your value should be in how good your heart is and, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, people are a victim of what they grew up learning. Yep, that's yeah. true. And that whole culture of women need to look a certain way. Yep. <laughs> I can't Especially even women, you. but I mean, they're doing it to men, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you're right. It happens to men, too, though, because I'm thinking about buddy of mine uh, years and years ago, decades ago. He was, he is a gay man, but he was a gay man here in Asheville. Okay. And, and he was uh, a, a, a person of some roundness, as okay. I myself am and as you are. Mm -hmm. So he moves to San Francisco because it was, it was hard for him to be gay here back in the day. So he goes to San Francisco where it's okay to be gay. Nobody cared that he was gay, but by God, did they care he was fat? Oh yeah. So, so then he got he got a lot of stick about that. <laughs> so it's like no matter where you are, there's something people are going to have to fuss at you about, or criticize you for, or control you with. Yep. Yep. All them things. Aren't we just? We're, some people would say that's disillusioned, but it's not disillusioned. It's just an observation. <laughs> and if it's true it's not it's if it's true it's still not this it may be disillusioning but it's still true 
So. Well, there's all that conversation last week. And, you know, I don't even listen to this kind of kind of conversation. So that shows you where it was. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Madonna at the Grammys. So Madonna had a bunch of work done on her face, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People okay. were just like, oh, my gosh, she didn't even look like herself. Oh, she just looks like a an alien. It's like, who, number one, who cares what she looks like? Yeah. But apparently a lot of people do. And number two, what kind of culture do we live in that this woman has been a superstar for decades? But the only way she can continue having that status is by doing enough stuff to her face and body so that she's eternally young. Mm-hmm. Yes, the cult of youth yeah. that everyone mm-hmm. is tempted to go into. Everybody's mm-hmm. tempted to think about that. But some people yeah. can afford to do it. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. That's the other thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. But how much time did she rent in your brain? And how much time did you spend thinking about what was happening in the world? Some of these events well, have been major events. Yeah, and, and for me, I am I am fortunate, unfortunate, I, whatever it is I am. I'm not going to attach an adjective or an adverb to it, but that stuff passes me, and I go, well, who the hell cares about that? And then I go to pay attention to the stuff that I care about, and I hope that everybody else is the same. So. Mm-hmm. They hear about some environmental degradation and they go, well, who the hell cares about that? I want to know why Madonna looks the way she does. So yeah. we yeah. all have the thing that is our focus, the things that are our focus. Yeah. And that's just that that kind of diversity is good there. Yeah. Good diversity. Yeah. Let it, I mean, and I'm just of the opinion that it's really not our business. I mean, I I think that quite often, and then I walk away from things. You know, no, it's me like, too. Okay, it's not my business. Yeah, I Come mean, on, it really is, Yeah, I, you know, they always. I didn't realize until dealing with this burner phone situation that my mom doesn't appreciate the mar- marketing survey questions that they ask at the end of a conversation. She's like, "Well, it's none of their business why I choose to close the account." So, like, okay, mom, <laughs> I didn't realize she's right though. She is. People get to have privacy. They just need to do it sometimes. That's magic that you did. You wanted Y'all, it. Y'all, we just, uh, we just <laughs> dove back into the next session of our, our Zoom, and we figured out how to blur the backgrounds. That's, it was that's, very exciting. You know, that's... We are simple people, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> blur the background. Well, whatever. Well, it, it helps me know that I'm in with my people because <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's like no we don't I am sitting here right now. I'm sitting here right now and I don't have any coffee. I need to make some more coffee. And I would give my eye teeth if I had any, which I do not. I would give my eye teeth right now for a big old piece of carrot cake. Mm. Oh yes. That does sound good. I just ate a couple of chocolate kisses. And that, you know, that kind of did something for my sweet tooth, but I don't know. Carrot cake. Mm. That does sound really, really good. But I ain't got time to do carrot cake because I got to cook up two more batches of collards and get them in the freezer. That is the truth of it. 
That's going to be the rest of my glorious sunny afternoon. So if you were trying to make a collard casserole, yeah, how would you do that? What would you put in it? Oh, gosh. Well, a lot of cheese because <laughs> I love a very cheesy casserole. I like it when the cheese is bubbly. That's my favorite. Okay. Let's see. I would I might chop the collards up real good and small. And okay. I might toss them with some brown rice and maybe uh, a little bit of, of chicken. Like if I had a chicken thigh, cook it up and chop that up and toss in there and mm. maybe some carrots. Oh, that sounds good. And uh, cheese on top. And I might get one of those, you know, like that cream of mushroom or the cream of whatever kind of soup. I yeah. had one that was cream of cauliflower soup. Ooh. And and mix it in like mi mix that in with it. Yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, that sounds real good. I might fool around with a recipe of a collard casserole. Just yeah, oh, that sounds good. I should do that too. <clears throat> That's one of those vegetables that doesn't need to go away. It's so healthy for you. It's so easy to grow around mm -hmm. here. I've also got some potatoes that are left over from uh, Burns Night, and I might chop those up chop up some potatoes and uh and mushrooms and celery and collards Ooh. and cheese on top cheese of on course. top of course. yes of course uh that might be good that might be or you know you could almost do like a collard lasagna and let the collards be in place of the uh the noodles yes just you could flat. if you just if you didn't chop up the collard leaves and use them yeah. just like noodles yes ma'am you could that'd be delicious you think it? I'm not trying. I've that. used zucchini that way. I've used zucchini like that. Slice Ooh. it thin and let it be noodles. Yes, yes, that's an idea. I may be. I may be trying that very soon here. <laughs> so, do you ever shop at the uh, Save More? That's where I almost always shop. Okay, I thought you always shopped at Hobie. Uh, no, I do. We alternate. I know. I know. We always go to Save More. Almost always, we call it Save More. Because that's the kind of people we are, and then we alternate between going to Hopi, which looks like it ought to be pronounced Hoppy, or maybe it's the other way around. Anyway, we alternate between that and Aldi. So this okay. this week was an Aldi week. Ah, okay, I got you. That's so I got oranges, oranges and grapes, and a bunch of cheese. That's that's pretty. Yeah, I may try the Sav more. And it's spelled sad more. It's not spelled Yes, sad. it is. It's spelled sad so more. That's why I call it sad more. All these sophisticated people, Nanner. <laughs> I mean, that well, is the way it's spelled. Yeah, I think you've got an Ingalls, though, close to you out there, don't you? There's an Ingalls close to everything around here. Well, true. So, true. so I'm kind of interested in, in so like, you tell me about these collards and stuff, and I'm thinking, I don't see anything like that at Ingalls. Well, I mean, you, you know, five collards, but yeah. more is Ingalls, right? Oh, is it? Wait a minute. Yeah, I did yeah, not. Is owned by the yeah, owned by the Ingalls Corporation. Okay, and it's you know they do a lot of their remaindered stuff goes to Savmore. Yeah, as it's getting close to expiration date. Yeah, yeah. But hey, eggs have gone down. Eggs That's are like. Less than three fifty a dozen. Yeah, that's fabulous. Although I get I get my eggs, I'm lucky because I get some very good quality all organic 
eggs from my friend who they are her family. <laughs> so these are the best oh, eggs. Oh uh, yeah. If you ever want me to get you some, let me know. I'm like I said, I'm lucky. I uh, would love that. Okay. Yep. I love uh, I love backyard eggs. Oh, these are so good. I haven't had That's eggs rich. this good for a long time. So and the yolks are beautiful. Mm -hmm. The it's eggs fun. are too. And she packs them so carefully. She puts them in their little, you know, the little thing to hold a dozen eggs. And she carefully puts a paper towel underneath them so uh -oh. that they'll travel real well, you know. <laughs> and you just know that they've been so well taken care of. It makes you feel yeah. good. I, I love seeing people who take pride in their craft and they do things because they just love to and they do them the way that they know is the right way. Oh, me too. And that little extra, mm, yeah, it makes it special. It does. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We still have so many good people like that around here. We are lucky in so many. Oh, ways. my gosh. Aren't we? This is, it's, it's one of the craft capitals and that leaks over onto everything we do. Yeah, I think so too. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we, we might have some, you said that and something about it made me think that there's there's a museum out there. There used to be a museum out in Gatlinburg, not Sevierville, that had some old timey crafts and they had an old loom. And I, I don't know if it even still exists anymore. I'll have to check around and find out. We will have to do some research and see. Yep. And, you know, I'm interested in and not that we're going to go there or anything, but I'm interested in. Which one of the animatronics did they have back in the day when it was Silver Dollar City? And what things still exist from there that are still at well, Dollywood? Maybe your uh, nephew could find that out for us. Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about that right now, <laughs> making that phone call. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe if he doesn't know, he'd go, oh, no, you need to talk to Mr. Blair about that. Mr. Blair's yeah. been there a long time. Yeah. And yeah, Mr. Blair might say, well, now I believe that Miss Dolly would know that. Would you like to meet her? <laughs> so Now you're supposed to say, so mode it be, damn it. <laughs> so mode it be, damn it. That's going to happen. <laughs> I know we're just, we're kind of pathetic, aren't we? So no. all, all them young, all them girls want to do is meet Dolly. Well, I it just, could every be. Every time, every time something comes out, I just go, isn't she fine? Even she's got that damn cake mix now. She's got some banana cake or and a strawberry cake or something else. And and I think it's maybe Betty Crocker. It might be Duncan Hines. I don't know. But they're Dolly inspired. And I just look at this and go, oh, now wouldn't a banana cake be fine? No, it would not be fine. But thank you, Dolly. That's a good mm. thought. A banana cake? If Dolly made a nice pumpkin pie... That would be very fine. Hmm. Well, might be. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm bananas. Here we are. Back at food. We'll never know unless we just ask her. That's right. If we that ever get <laughs> Dear Dolly. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. What if we send her a Ms. letter? Carter. Yeah. What if we send her a letter every week? Well, you know, maybe if we just send her one letter, that would be enough. Because <laughs> I haven't done that. Have you? No. No. 
So we could just look up whoever her management company is, because you know she's not going to have her address anywhere where we can get hold of it. But, and we'll just send her a letter saying, you don't know us, but we talk about you all the time. <laughs> we say all the time. <laughs> things and we just live over the over the mountains from where where Dollywood is and and we just we just talk about wanting to meet you all the time and <laughs> I try not to be you know <laughs> hopeless pathetic people that we are you don't understand Miss Dolly we're the weird mountain gals and we <laughs> God oh <laughs> uh, well if you know what I just went to her website and on the front page it says the front porch a special place for sharing special memories with special people i don't know what it is if it's a if it's a book or what but she i knew she would like porches (laughs) so we just need to write her a letter saying hey we've got a porch and we'd love for you to come sit on our porch and uh and we'll give you the good chair (laughs) yeah Yes, we will. I'm uh, I'm looking right now trying to find her uh, her management company and how to, oh my how to God. find it. Well, so, I'm going to tell, tell a food story while you look for Dolly's management. Right, go for it. And that is we, um, we had a whole bunch of what I thought were winter squash. And, I mean, they are winter squash. And we had them out on our covered porch, you know. You know, the, the porch wraps around and it's got ceiling and walls and all that stuff. And it, I mean, it gets cold out there. It's not heated, but so we had them all stored there. And that big old freeze at winter solstice just fried them. So I brought them in and cleaned them and kept the ones that the flesh was still good and put them in the freezer. Well, I got one out finally a couple of days ago. I said, we don't have to eat up some of this squash because I've got a freezer full of this squash. So I did it as a casserole. So what made me think of it? I was talking about casseroles. Oh. I did it as a casserole, a little bit of onion, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little whatever in it. And that damn squash is as sweet as pumpkin. Mm. It's sweet. It's candy sweet. So now I'm going to have to think of other ways to use it that aren't. Yeah. Anyway, so it can't be used like a, like a, patty pan it's got to be it's going to have to be something sweet so i may just make i may make myself a squash pie like a pumpkin pie gotcha that would be good i think i think it would be good too what spices would you use with it pumpkin spices you know mm-hmm. nutmeg and cinnamon cardamom that could all spice what well, else I, haven't i mentioned i just found the article about the dolly Duncan Hines baking line. Duncan Hines, yes, ma'am. And it's, and it's what? It's banana cake, and what's the other one? Uh, well, let's see. There's sweet cornbread. Oof. I, I don't. I have to disagree with that, but yes, <laughs> she must be going for a money grab. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing about Dolly going for a money grab. She's going to use that money for something great. Exactly. That's yeah. I was just getting she's ready gonna, to say, yeah, she's doing this so that she can that's make right. she's gonna buy shoes for young uns. She's, that's gonna, that's she's that's gonna, gonna Yeah, that's what she's that's gonna it. do. That's okay, it. what else? So um, sweet cornbread and what are the cakes? Buttermilk biscuits, caramel oh. turtle, fudge, oh. 
famous, what does it say? Famously fudgy brownie mix. Uh, what is the rest of it? Dunkin' Eyes and I. It's got, oh, here we go. Caramel turtle brownie mix. Uh, it says collectible, what would Dolly do? Tea towel and spatula. Collectible <laughs> recipe cards for some of Dolly's favorite recipes featured on the pack. Cheddar oh, chive biscuits, jalapeno cornbread, pecan brownies, peanut butter brownie skillet sundae. And this is what they call the limited edition Dolly Parton baking collection. Oh, so, my goodness. And I'm pretty sure because it says it's done by Team Dolly. And it says about the full line of Dolly Parton bacon mixes and frostings, which also include Dolly Parton Southern style coconut flavored cake mix, banana coconut cake flavored, mm -hmm. mm. creamy buttercream frosting, and creamy chocolate buttercream frosting. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what to think about this. Um, um, people want to be Southern, but they don't want to have the baggage of being Southern. Yeah. People want to be Appalachian, but they don't want to actually live in Appalachia because, you know. Yeah. And then it where? says, thank you. Okay, here's where the money for this appears to be going. It says, thank you all for, thanks, thank you to all involved for helping make this project a reality. It, and it's called Team Dolly. It says it takes a team of very talented people to not only work to archive the life and career of these, this amazing lady, but also to keep up with her today as she continues making history. The website you see here today is the result of a collaborative effort between blah, blah, blah. The arc of, okay, no, I take it back. It just goes on to tell you what all's, what the archives of Dolly. Uh, oh. Huh. Yeah, I thought it had something to do with this baking line. But it goes on. Oh, here we go. I just found it. CTK management. Huh. But is that for the bacon line or is that for her? Um, getting ready to find it. Nope. About music media, Nas contact. Nope. This appears to be started by Dolly Barton, who has over 20 years of experience in the music industry, having worked as a tour manager, security manager, artist manager, and legal executive. I huh. guess this is her. Oh, here's the roster, the lineup of artists. Kenny G, Dolly Parton, Casey and the Sunshine Band, uh, Jerry Hallwell, Dennis Quaid, Kovic, the oh. Brothers Moore. Yeah, so there are other artists. Uh, Electra and Callie Twizzleman. And so this is Dolly's manager. Well, y'all, I think we found the gold mine. Here we go. Here we go. So, yes, this is great. This is seriously great. So, <laughs> I just gonna... think I think if we got a chance to to meet Dolly, we would be scared, scared little puppies. We'd be Did like, you... "Oh my god, oh my no. god, we're gonna drive to Sevierville. We're gonna meet Dolly Parton." <laughs> yes, we are. We had to drive over the day before and stay in a hotel to just calm so ourselves we down. <laughs> yes, just so we weren't causing a wreck going through the gorge. Oh, you no. don't understand, officer. We're going to go meet Dolly Parton. <laughs> He'd be like, okay, 
go go on, ma'am. Go on, go on. We'll give you a police escort. Here you go. <laughs> Are you yeah. are you really gonna meet Dolly Parton? Yes, sir. We are. It is our life's dream to meet Dolly Parton, and now we're gonna do it. And we just we were driving bad. We're sorry. We're sorry. We'd be well, like the third people this week that he got saying that. <laughs> yeah, everybody says that when you're heading towards Sevierville. I guess. Okay. I mean, it it really has changed through the years as far as this area's opinion of it, because it used to be that it was. It was kind of like Myrtle Beach in the mountains, you know, and it just went to this time. Are you trying to tell me it's not like Myrtle Beach in the mountains now? Because I'm I assure you it is. Oh, no, they all evolved together. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm sure you, you can get any flavor of fudge on the main street. I know. And what that has to do with. I don't know. Why is fudge popular at these places like that? Because it's easy to make. It's fairly cheap to make. And then they can uh, charge a big price for it. But you could just go in and get one little pound of fudge. As I recall, when we did our grand tour of mm-hmm. Cherokee, North Carolina, right. uh, we got a couple different kinds of fudge for our good yard man. Right. Yeah. I, I so remember doing that. It's fudge. I mean, it's yeah. sugar and fat. What more can you want? Um, <laughs> I could want several things more, but yeah, okay, I, I, I get it. Well, You're right. So, what if, what if we had a food truck and it was collard greens and pinto beans and cornbread? Cornbread and onions or chow yeah. chow. Yeah, and we just we just fix you up a little container that's got all that in it, <laughs> and uh, and put you put you little square cornbread on the on the top. We have a dance. Girl, we have a damn food truck. We have some sweet tea. I don't I'm think I wouldn't do it. Uh, we would. We'd make bank. And on some days, we would have collards. <laughs> well, and for bread, for for breakfast, we could open for. I'm all excited now. We could open up for breakfast. And we have grits. And we have country sausage and eggs and biscuits. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can have breakfast. You can do the breakfast shift. (laughs) I'll do breakfast shift. I always said, and I've thought about this. I've always thought if I ever opened a restaurant, I want to do it just like the fella in Hendersonville that owns Three Chopped, because he operates. He's open from eleven a.m. to three p.m. and that's it. (laughs) Yep. I mean, that's the way to do it: is to pick what your thing is going to (laughs) be. Well, that be your thing. Then if you're doing it right and you're the manager, then you can get in and out from nine to five and your workers could too, hopefully. You well, see? and if you were if you had a handful of people that were morning people and you did yourself the biscuits and gravy, blah, 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 and you you opened up at seven o'clock in the morning, you got everybody there at six to prep, you opened at seven and you closed at ten thirty. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. You could do that, and then you have your whole day ahead of you. That's right. And that you have a big old a big old vat of country sausage gravy, and then you'd have a big old vat of just milk gravy for people who don't eat meat. Oh. I'm just thinking about the vats of gravy. Then you have some red eye gravy. In fact, you could have the gravy of the day. You, you could have, have the, the standard. <laughs> you have the standard gravy you have all the time. 
And then you have, oh, Tuesday's red-eyed gravy. I'm going to go over there now. What an idea. And then you could even call it something cool like the gravy boat or something. (laughs) Yeah. Get get on the gravy train. The gravy train. (laughs) I love that. I hope I dream about that. I believe we have come up with a retirement plan that will work. It does. And it is the gravy food truck. And you could, yeah. With occasionally some collards. (laughs) Yeah, have the food truck kind of dressed up like a train on the outside and call it the gravy train. I like it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If y'all want to invest in that, you let us know because, you know, we know how to cook all that stuff, but we're going to need some kind of, I don't know, moving wagon that'll move it around the truck to pull it with and, you know, stuff. And we'd rather it not be coal or steam powered (laughs) like a real train. Or or wood. We don't want it wood power. Or wood. That's right. We don't have feeding wood into the oven. Thanks, though. <laughs> oh, would, that, would that not be hilarious if we actually were cooking on a like a uh, one of those ovens, one of those old ovens inside the food truck? <laughs> no, no, well, you would pull that out like one of like a. Um, yeah, like a pizza oven. It, that would be a special pull-out thing that you would pull out of the food truck so it was on the outside. <laughs> and you, you know, you'd fire that thing up early in the morning so that when the when you had to start making biscuits, it'd be plenty hot. Oh my God! God, that's here. Great. Here, someone is a business plan for you. Here you go. That's right. Have and that. Like, you could have like Granny's Southern cooking or something. Although I'm not, I don't want to be called Granny. Do you? I don't really care, but no, I mean people call me granny sometimes, but I'm not a grandma, so it's not <laughs> that's inappropriate. Yeah. That is an honorific that should be reserved for grandmothers. I've yeah. I've found that younger people tend to call me auntie or auntie. auntie. That oh. I'm their their auntie person. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Well we could just call it southern food or southern cooking. Well, and now that we've put it out there, you know who'll do it is some jackasses from Connecticut. I was going to say Joshua Warren. <laughs> <laughs> no, some Yankee, Yankees will decide, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good way to make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be, you know, granny granny woman from the hills, hillbilly granny cookery all over the country, and you get a biscuit and some gravy for 1995. Yeah. I don't know, bitter. I got back to being bitter. I was decided I really wanted to be kind of creative and jaunty. Well, you are yeah, creative right and jaunty. Bitter. I got right back to it. Well, may, maybe this is just where we get it out of our system. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but but then our peeps have to listen to it. That doesn't seem fair, does it? No. Sorry, peeps. I, I'll edit out if you need me to. If it gets too bad, I'll just edit it out. There'll be no problem. Uh, you can just edit out the bad language. No, there's too, too much, much of that. Bad <laughs> there are times, man, I tell you, you are hilarious and hard to edit out, too. <laughs> well, I did a I did a thing on Twitter today, and I need to go check in and see how that how that bounced around, because it was something about, you know, Appalachian people in Appalachia are stupid. So we might as well have big old train wrecks and and release uh, toxic gas because they, no, they ain't got no sense anyway. And I just responded to one of those with. Kiss, period, my, period, Appalachian, period, ass, period. Good, Good for you. Good for and you. I, I'll be interested to see how that goes down. <laughs> I don't have a big following on Twitter. 
And that's fine with me. Yeah, it, it frees you up in yeah. certain ways. I, I've, I'm an old, long-time Twitter user. And but I mostly do the same thing with Twitter that I do with Facebook, which is I mostly and don't post, but I read a lot. You know, I do post in in my groups and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, um, but Twitter has always been a place that I go to to do research sometimes because you can find people all over the world. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I can watch and follow people that I don't have usually got access to well so. i got i got on twitter selena fox I, she and i were doing an event together and she said yeah. you have to have a twitter account this was i don't know 10 years ago okay. so she took my i didn't even have my phone wouldn't even do that then she took my little i had a little uh you know ipad thing she took that and she made me a twitter account she said now just go put a lot of stuff in it i just ignored it for years and years <laughs> but I started being on Twitter because I want because I could cuss on Twitter and I didn't feel like I could cuss much on Facebook. Oh. But I was I was following Simon Pegg, who I love, and he cusses like a sailor all the time. And I thought, well, I could have me a Twitter account where I just cuss. I cuss about things. And then I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really done that very much. But that's the reason I got on Twitter, because I felt like I could use bad language. That is hilarious. Nobody was there. Isn't that funny? That is funny. Well, I, I'm I'm just on there to, to look around and see what all's going on, basically. Uh, well, and, I like to read the news on there. You know, they'll link me to some good news articles. Mm-hmm. Did uh, I posted today? I, my my meme of the day was uh, showed a picture of what's his name, and it says I made Twitter. And a picture of Mark Zuckerberg. It says I made Facebook. A picture of the other dude, forget his name. It says I made Apple, and then it goes down there, shows a picture of the Almond Brothers and their mother. It says that's nice, fellas. I made the Almond Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I gotta look for that. Yeah, let's keep our priorities in order. Then. Yeah, let's we just keep our priorities in order. It ain't all about whatever. It's about whatever. It's about my whatever, not your whatever. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so that's a perfect Byronism. That's a perfect example of something I would cut out and keep. So where you were saying it ain't about whatever. It's about whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And it ain't about your whatever. It's about my whatever. That's it. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you got to go. Um, I do. I got to get cooking more collards. These are all done. Well, thank you for hanging thank out. Thank you. It was great. And, and thank uh, you all for listening. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to to get it kind of figured out about what we're going to do with the Gatlinburg or Sevierville tour or whatever on our quest for Dolly. <laughs> oh, I'm all, you're going to have to send me that address so I can send her a dear Miss Parton. Yeah. You don't know us, of course. There's no reason you would. However, we do a podcast called, oh, Lord. All right. Well, yeah. y'all, thanks for listening to us again, again, yeah, again. Thank you. Thank you. And we appreciate everybody. To talk to you, Miss Alicia. Yeah, it's always good to talk to you, too. 
So go eat some collards when you're done and I'll let you know how they turned out. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals.